Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile unlimited premium wireless. Ready to get 30 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20 20, 20 ready to get 20 20, ready to get 15 15, 15 15, just 15 bucks a month. So, give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to the December episode of Banging Book Club, the fortnightly podcast where we read a book about sex or gender each month and talk about it. My name's Lucy Moon. I'm Hannah Witten. And I'm Lena Norms. Oh, yay! I rarely ever introduce this, so it's quite entertaining to do it. <laughs> good, <laughs> good times. Ooh. I think because me and Lena always volunteer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. I'm like, volunteer tribute. <laughs> the sevens uh, and the port. What number are you on the Enneagram? I'm a nine, so oh, I just blend in. <laughs> I'm, I'm um, a peacekeeper, so I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> um, and this month we read The Price of Salt by, with someone please pronounce, Patricia Highsmith. Patricia Highsmith. Cool. Um, also known as Carol. Exactly. Which you may have heard of for the Oscar nominated film. Starring Kate Blanchett and Rooney Mara, but more on that in the next episode. <laughs> yeah. So if you're interested in hearing us talk about the film Carol, we will be releasing a podcast about that on Christmas Eve slash day. Mm, yeah. Hopefully. So if you don't Our celebrate Christmas, Christmas or your family are hella boring, you've got something to do. <laughs> I always yeah. have loads of time on Christmas, so I'm I thrilled. Don't. Yes. Our Christmas really. present to a, to you. Yeah. If if I in my family, if I look like I'm doing something like reading or listening to a podcast, whatever it is, that's not engaging with somebody, they're like why are you being rude? We don't intense. It's just our immediate family. Yeah. So like, if you're like me and we don't really see anyone at Christmas, it might be the one for you. Or if you're driving. Boxing day. I'll be at church. Anyway. <laughs> this um, is my excited face if you hadn't guessed. <laughs> so. Shall we do sound reviews? Yes. Let's. The book. This is of the book. This episode is about oh, yeah. the book if you didn't get that. Um, um, I'm just sorry. moving my chair over, sorry. Hello, sorry if you um, can hear our squeaky chairs. Uh, my sound review is, uh, <laughs> and that is shortened because I did not make my full way through this book. Fully oh. disclosed now, I failed to read it. And that's partially because Hannah and I went on this trip to New York for a week. Yeah. Well, I assumed I'd have time and we had 12 we hour had days. No we time. literally, I couldn't even upload Vlogmas, like work didn't get done. So my fault, I should have pre-thought that. And How I, far through did you get? About 25%. Oh, okay. Like, That's totally real bad. <laughs> I only just finished it, like, this morning as well. Okay. So, I was 13 minutes from the end on the, the Audible. Um, yeah. That's so, impressive. You know, that's fine. See, I drifted in and out of sleep listening to the last 30 minutes. Mm. So, maybe we read about I the think same that says more about the book than it does about... Uh, yeah. 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 This was also... I wasn't moved to finish. Yeah. Yeah. So, my sound review is... <laughs> and there was also an eye roll in there, if you yeah. were wondering. My sound review is, mm. you know, like when you're trying to humor somebody at a party. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh my god. And they're, and they're trying I want to hear like, more about your kids. Yeah. They're Tell trying to more. justify reverse racism or something, and you're like, oh, yeah. oh my god. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, S- someone said to me, like someone we know, but I can't remember who, um, said that it can get a bit boring with like book review podcasts if everyone's always agreeing with each other. And I was like, sometimes we do disagree, like with Man Up, like Lena mm. quite liked it. And then I was mm. like, nope. Um, <laughs> but this one is going to be uh, one where I think we all agree, but we all didn't like it. And yeah. you seem to like those episodes where we don't like, <laughs> like no, 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 yeah, you you like the nah. That's fine. Taken from Wikipedia, credit where credit's due. <laughs> Therese Bellavert is a lonely young woman just beginning her adult life in Manhattan and looking for a chance to launch her career as a theatre set designer. When she... Oh, no, that is... There is so much detail. Right. <laughs> so Therese... Yeah. Therese is um, a young woman working in a department store. She really wants to be a set designer. That's a bit of Yeah, she's plot. there as a Christmas temp. Yeah. Uh, and... Yeah, when she was serving customers, a woman called Carol walks in. Obviously, she doesn't know who Carol is at this time. Just looks at her and goes, you're the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. Um, Carol then leaves. Oh, no, no. She sends her a Christmas card because she's so enamored by this woman. And then they meet up. She remembered her address that she wrote on the receipt for when she bought and then just sent her a random Christmas postcard. And basically, they embark on an affair of sorts. Um, Obviously, both are in heterosexual relationships. Carol's going through a divorce, though. Yeah, Carol's going through a divorce. Do we want to spoil it? I mean, yeah. we always spoil things yeah. in the We podcast. don't recommend you read it. No. Yeah. <laughs> so then um, <clears throat> the husband, who is currently going through a divorce with Carol, um, frames Carol and catches her on a road trip with Therese um, in order to get full custody of their child. And then Carol has to negotiate that situation. And yeah, because yeah. this is set in 1950s New York, and it was released in like 19. Good. I'm going 57. 57, I think. Published. Published in... 1952. Ah, there we go. Um, okay, can I give you some really interesting backstory on this book? Yes, because please. It made. I've just read it, and it's made the whole experience more interesting for me. So, Will I like the book more? Maybe. So it was originally. Um, so you know that she wrote. So. Patricia Highsmith, I read, she also wrote The Talented Mr. Ripley, oh. um, which like quite a few like famous people are in and, and in the film, and it's, 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 it's an okay. Not I didn't, seen it's not what they based the museum on. Ripley's Museum yes. of Things. Ah. I think so. Yeah. It's a very, very strange book about a guy who's a mass murderer, and it, it did oh. really well. But, that, what she, but at this point, when she releases this book, she hasn't written that book yet. She's just written Strangers on a Train, which is also a really, really famous book, and it was her first book. Now, she wrote this book. So is this like the flop of a second book? No, no, no. Oh. This book was only released under her name in 1990. Uh, like 45 years, whatever, after it was published. Is Patricia Highsmith gay? Patricia Highsmith is gay, or okay. maybe is bi, um, and only came out in 1990 by publishing this under her own name. She published this mm. under a pseudonym. It was marketed as a mass, mass market paperback book about lesbians and it was a bestseller sold a million copies nobody knew that it that what was the, the pseudonym was, um something really boring um claire morgan and oh. it sold a million copies it was really pop it was really like um popular in u.s lesbian circles and it was the, well known as the only lesbian book that had a happy ending okay so yeah because yeah, normally in like the 1950s any kind of media about gay people like they yeah. just die because there's like the, the well of loneliness and all these like seminal texts that are lgbtq uh they all end hor- horrifically yeah um so it was like a big thing for a lot of the lesbian community um but she kind of also didn't want to come out um the plot thickens because she worked at Bloomingdale's. Oh, a department reason, store. Yeah, a department store Ooh. in New York. The reason she was working there as a Christmas temp was because she was trying to pay for 
therapy to get over her lesbian urges. <gasps> what, what the fuck? And then this woman walks in who's beautiful. She falls in love with her. They start an affair. Um, and then it all ends terribly. It's a car crash. Um, and then she gets to, she breaks up with this woman. She tries to date a guy, gets into a relationship with another woman who's also older and beautiful. Um, one of them, hold on, I'll tell you what happens. Holy shit. I know. Don't even start. <laughs> Wait, I screenshotted it because it was so shocking. Um, <laughs> because that's what I do with all kind of all screenshots. Um, the suspense. Okay, basically, one of them dies from an an arsenic. Hold on. What? <laughs> yeah, Virginia Kent Catherwood died in 1996 at the age of 51. Um, she killed herself from carbon monoxide poisoning, and the other woman also either died tragically or killed herself. Uh, so those her two. Female lovers. Her two female lovers who who the book who Carol are, are based on. So she wrote this fucking book about it, and it was tragic at the end. And she brought it to her agent. Her agent was like, "I think you should have a happy ending." So she changed the ending to make it happy. <gasps> published it as the bestseller. Oh. Then she wrote on to. Then she went on to write these huge novels that did really well about mass murderers and sadness. <laughs> And only in 1990 came out, and then they interviewed her about it on the BBC, and um, they tried to like get her to talk about her lesbian urges, and she just just like fuck off, <laughs> like she didn't want to talk about it, and she was like wow. dismissed. She dismissed it and was like, you know, whatever. It's all about you know high society gossip. I don't want to talk about that. Here's the thing, though. Do we wish we'd known that before going into reading? Cause no, then, because I, I cause still then don't can, recommend like, it. Yeah, because that's the thing. Because then you can't like judge the text. As a text. Yeah. Whereas the story behind it, that's... Whoa. Yeah. Okay. And also we were talking about... what We were like all DMing each other like, why is it called The Price of Salt? Is it mm, like, you know, yeah. what's going on? Like, and we were talking about why. Um, so it turns out there is a passage that apparently I kind of missed. Um, <laughs> yeah, we've all I managed to... Um, about a pinch of salt? Yeah, so there's the whole like pinch of salt thing. Um, but she basically says like... Um, Who's she? She's talking... I'm um, sorry. Um, th- 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 Therese? Therese. Therese. Therese is talking about how she's lost Carol from her life at the end of the book and everything's really hard and sad. Um, and she's like, and the song would die one day, she thought, and how would the world come back to life? How would the salt come back? And it's all supposed to be about how, like, the the price of having something, the salt, like, the thing that makes things taste good uh, and the thing that brings out the goodness in your life. That What's makes so much sense because the price of that for Carol was losing her daughter. Yes. Mm, that makes sense. Yeah. And salt so was, like, what we used to trade with instead of money. Back mm. in like the old, 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 old oh, days. That's so, also a good point. So the price of salt was really valuable. I was thinking um, more on like a snow, it was winter, grit, salt on the ground, grit. I don't know, I was really confused. <laughs> no, salt in like um, like uh, the Middle East and uh, South Asia was like, mm. a, and like Central Asia was like a massive yeah. trading tool. Yeah. Wow. There you go. So that's really interesting. We know more than we did. We contextualized the author. Um, so in that, like, I and was, the title. I really liked it in some ways because I was like, oh, this is vaguely heartwarming. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, yeah. and I was like, this is a nice love story. And also I didn't, I think that obviously there was this huge conflict about her being a lesbian, but there was never, the, the author didn't sound like she was like, dun, 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 they're lesbians. Yeah. She didn't make it a dramatic yeah. outing and the it only felt so way... natural and it just rolled on. Yeah, the only way that like f- the female love was like ever like directly addressed is like Therese has that conversation with her mm. boyfriend being like have you ever heard of like a boy loving another boy yeah. or like a have you ever fancied a boy yeah have you ever fancied a boy like and she doesn't frame it as them like because they're because the way that they talk about it's like oh those people 
you know, mm. like, oh, I've heard of them, like, they're different people. Mm. But then she's trying to frame it away, be like, no, just like an ordinary person, like you or me, yeah. who happens to fall in love with somebody. Yeah. Um, so that's really interesting because of how the, like, the way that they separate behavior from, like, sexual identity, mm-hmm. um, which... Quite forward in the 1950s. Yeah, because it was, like, only the late 19th century that they, like, attached the behavior to the identity. Mm. And, and also, it, yeah. women in therapy writing this, like... Therapy to stop her from being gay. Yeah, well, they put uh, Carol the through that as well, wasn't they? Mm. But, um, oh, what was I going to say? What are people's main reasons for not liking it? Because I think mine is, like, twofold. It's like, one, I actually didn't believe the love, and I think that's because of the way it's written, and then the second thing is the way it's written. <laughs> um, I just want to start by saying I really like the story. Mm. Like, and in the film, if, I love the film. If someone had told me, like, the plot points... Yeah, I'd be like, like two good. women meet each other and fall in love and then they go on a road trip and she's, like, battling through this divorce case and might lose custody of a child, I'm like, holy fuck, that's intense! Yeah. And then it's just, like, boring. Yeah. The book is so boring. I think it's because you rarely get to be inside the characters' heads, which is why Patricia Highsmith is so good at writing psycho characters. Like, Mr. Ripley, you're like, what's happening? Therese, also a psycho character. Yeah, <laughs> but they're all, like, these, these, um, these, they're, 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 they're kind of devoid of a lot of emotions of themselves, and, and they're very, like, empty people. They sound, it, it kind of, like, reminds me of how, like, reading about Daisy and, um, what's his name in The Great Gatsby. It's, like, also hollow. Yeah. yeah. And, um, I didn't like either of the characters. I feel like one of their main things was, like, there are in things that were, like, defining features about them that, was, that were, they were in love with each other. Yeah. I didn't believe that Therese liked stage designing. <laughs> you know, I didn't yeah, really... Yeah, oh my God, I didn't yeah. really get, you know, what their passions were, what their, their mannerisms the were. Therese the least passionate woman about anything and the most... Like, uh, what's the word? Like, sorry for herself? Like, yeah. I feel like everything she was, was a moan. She was the ultimate, like, pe- pessimist. Yeah, mm. and just, like, so miserable all the time. And I just can't really relate yeah. to characters that are just, like, everything is terrible. Yeah. One of the things that frustrated me was I kept on, like, yelling at the book, or the audiobook, being like, Therese, you're not in love with her. It's just infatuation. Like, yeah. yes, you fancy her. Um, because in my head, like, the way that Therese was talking about Carol... Like, also, I just felt like they had no chemistry. Anyway, um, mm. but the way that she'd talk about Carol, they'd be in a situation, and Therese is, like, observing Carol, and the and it's all told from Therese's point of view. So it'll be like, Carol thought this about the room. Thought Therese. It's like, how do you know? <laughs> how do you know? You don't know what Carol's thinking. Have yeah. you asked her what she thinks about this place? You just, you've known her for a few days and now you're just like, now you, oh, you know her. Yeah. Uh, that really bothered me and that just yeah. kept happening. And I was like, oh, are you fucking kidding me? Like, stop assuming what Carol is thinking. Mm. Anyway. I think, I think that they were both quite unlikable characters. Yeah. So it was hard to empathise um, because you were like, what are you, I don't know. But they should have been likeable. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. I really liked um I really liked Therese's boyfriend up until right at the end. I don't know, Lena, if you got to this bit, but he like writes her a letter and it's like, You're disgusting. And I was like, Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Because at the beginning he was like, I'm in love with you, this is just a phase, like you'll you'll come back and I I don't know. He was no, like, I thought he was pressuring and weird, but I thought she treated him like shit. Yeah, so yeah, like, that's the thing. Like she, she was just a treated manipulative him relationship lady, like yeah. He, he was just like a product of like a 1950s man and I thought he was going to be okay and then at the end he like wrote this letter being like you're disgusting and like da 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 and yeah. I was just like oh god. I didn't like him but I think we've all dated somebody like him. I'm <laughs> like ah oh, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it doesn't change. Yeah. <laughs> the constants in life. Um, 
But yeah, how did you feel about like the kind of older, younger dynamic? Because again, that's something that's very interesting because it's not as predatory or not viewed as, as predatory yeah. when it's two women because you feel like it's a really unpower dynamic relationship. But still, but I still think it was. I still mm. think it's, there's a power dynamic there because of the age. Her being like, come mm. on a trip with me and 19-year-old Therese being like, yes. <laughs> like mm. There were so many moments in it as well where like they'd be talking and Carol's just calling all the shots. She's like, sit down, walk over there. It was very Christian Grey. Did it? Like, really? Because <laughs> yeah. I There's, wonder, but she's that just turns like, people on. Maybe yeah. it was just a very... Mm. Yeah, maybe it just wasn't said explicitly, but Carol was the dom. Carol could have been a man. Therese was the sub. Yeah. Do you think? Oh, oh also in the thing. So apparently they tried to do a, mo- a movie adaptation of it, like in the 70s or something, and they decided to change Carol's character to be called Carl. And they were like... Oh, and they bombed. No. And they just made it into a heterosexual relationship. Which I don't understand how plot, the plot point wise. What is yeah. the plot point? Because it's all about how their sexuality is invalid. It's just like... be like an adulterous relationship, and then that's why it's been away. But like, insanity. Wow. Um, that's yeah. bad. But yeah, it kind of reminded me in some ways of. Have you seen an, an education? Yeah. I haven't, but. It's so good. I is that about a girl falling for a lecturer? It knows no, about this kind of like older guy who could have been a lecturer, I guess, but he's like, he's just like a socialite, intelligent. Yeah, guy, and she's like this sixteen-year-old girl who wants to better herself. Uh, it's really, really good. And um, sixteen-year-old girl. Yeah, it's really, really young. Um, uh, it's it's a really interesting film, and it kind of like is in that way. But if the power dynamic was different, yeah, yeah. Well, I do think. Mm. Yeah, I think as you said, like Carol is dominant, but mm. millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost fifty pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. You are taking advantage of someone. Mm. And doesn't, it, I don't know if this is in the book as well, but doesn't um, her friend, I can't remember the name of, beginning with A, the, the friend that Carol used to have the affair with. Oh, yeah. Abby. Um, Abby, Abby, yeah. Um, doesn't she say, does she say in the book, like, hey, do you know what you're getting yourself into? This is a young girl. Like, mm. have you thought about this? Yeah. Because she does in the film. Yeah. Well, you see everything from Teresa's okay. point of view in the book, so you don't know what's going on. Like, all of... You yeah. get the impression that she has, and she also like has a massive talk with Therese and was like, "Do you know what you're, you know, yeah. what are your okay. intentions, How old are you? Carol? How old are you? Do you know what you want? 
Um, yeah, that's, so that's kind of good. So there is a level of responsibility there. Yeah, definitely. from the author. Um, I don't know. I just, I just also feel like then, like I don't know the the way it's written. You don't feel like you're being, you're in the environment. The environment's really cool. I'm like, I would go on a road trip. I would be in New York in the, the 1950s in winter. And I didn't feel like I was in any of those places. I felt like I was like just being led through with these like these like blinkers and just like yeah. you know and Therese De- doesn't really seem to absorb anything or care about anything I think she doesn't seem to care about anything does that woman ever come up the one in the beginning who fits her with that dress oh no but she's really disgusted by her yeah oh, and she gives yeah. her fucking dress fat and old and ugly and yeah, she describes really a lot of people, people as like nasty she does come like, up at the end of the book because they go, on, they go on the road trip and then they go somewhere and, and uh, Carol persuades Therese to like send her some meat and then she writes her a really nice letter back, being like, "Thank you for the meat." Mm. Oh yeah, I don't, I have no idea. What is that symbolic of, of anything? I'm like, is that symbolic? I don't know. Um, Look at how nice Teresa is, despite slagging this woman off. But it was Carol that was the one that was like, "Here you go." But like, so what you're saying about the environment and like the blinkered vision, mm. like, yes, 1950s winter New York, amazing. Um, but I felt like everywhere they went on a road trip. I was like, are they even like being tourists? Are they even like hanging out and like meeting locals and like doing fun shit? Because all I see is them in motel rooms. Or like, they, they, they did go hiking with that seventy-year-old woman for a week. Oh yeah. <laughs> and what? like, <laughs> and Therese like hated her. Mrs. French. Basically, also it's just like there's a series of like older women that appear in the book that Therese is disgusted by or repulsed by, and Carol is the only older woman that she kind of likes. <laughs> I just <laughs> I really like, hate this character. Yeah. I don't really I know what else we have to say about it. <laughs> I know, I'm a bit worried. Oh, no, no, no. Wait, how are we on? 20 minutes. <laughs> oh, God. Um, that's a lot. Um, themes. Were there themes? Uh, themes uh... Gay oh, yeah. relationships. Taboo relationships, in fact. Mm. Oh, my God. Hodge was the most horrible character. Oh, my God. Hodge, like, stalking her his husband. wife. God. Yeah, that's so sad. Um, and, like, spying on her. Mm. Ugh. Ugh. Not cool, Hodge. Are you allowed to do that? Like I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's well, illegal. But I don't know what the Can 1950s was like. Can you believe he was claiming full custody? I remember yeah. seeing that and being like, "That isn't really. That's so hard to do." But mm. maybe in 1950s New York, men are and really especially powerful. When, and just able when to being do a that. lesbian I think is, it's, is yeah. just like a mental illness, then mm. they're like, oh. you know, I don't know what she's gonna do next. She's kissed a girl. Man. Yeah. <laughs> is he as horrible in the book? Because in the film, he is horrible. He's he's horrific in the book. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, just nasty. Yeah. But so there's um, real gender themes, like gender and orientation is like yeah. It's definitely big. like a series of men who are trying to interfere. And also, what's quite funny is that when they're in hotels and stuff, there's always people trying to like boys trying to chat them up, and they're both yeah. like in on an in joke. Like, <laughs> do you know what my boy said about it? Hmm. He was like, it was a really interesting watch because none of the men are likable. There isn't mm-hmm. a single likable. I don't man think character. any of the women are in it either. Yeah. To be honest. <laughs> But you know, I think in the film they are, whereas yeah. in the book, like in both stories, there are there is not a man that is a good man. What about the one who's like into theatre, and I think in the film he's into mm. photography, who like helps her get into her career. Even then, he and, tries like, to kiss her. her. No, yeah. but they they swapped those characters around. So in the book, it's Phil that helps her with her career and oh, stuff. Yeah. Um, that was so confusing. And to Danny me. <laughs> was the one that kissed her, so which was weird. Yeah. yeah, but it's 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 weird anyway because he's like he kisses her and then she does the whole thing of not responding. She's the most unresponsive person ever. Oh, I hate yeah. those. I hate. I'm watching a series as well at the moment where the main character just doesn't respond to stuff. I'm yeah. like, silence can only tell so much of a story. Yeah. But if we're annoyed at that, so imagine like 
spending all that time with that person because there's even that line in it where Carol's just like, "What are you thinking? You have no many, you have no idea how many times I ask you that." Is yeah. that? Oh my stop yeah. telling me. Stop making me get you yeah. to tell me. Um, which um, I thought was really interesting because yeah. I was like, "Yeah, what is she thinking?" It's just clearly infatuation. I bet their relationship didn't even last. Mm. But that's, that's the thing. Like when you spent, they were, you know, they were on the road together for like weeks. You like, and you are attracted to each other. They'll develop feelings. They'll probably like feel like these really heightened emotions, and like maybe it's love. But I just think that the way that it was written, I did not get that. Mm-hmm. Like I understand if you like put two people or like on the road together for three weeks, they'll fall in love. I'm like, that is believable. Mm. I believe that as a concept. But yeah, I didn't believe it specifically in this because I yeah. was just like, I, I don't see the, the chemistry, like nothing. Mm. Guys, the sex. <laughs> We completely forgot to talk about. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah, this is it's, banging book clubs. No. Like being all about all, gender and. It was sexuality. all very ethereal the first time. It took like halfway through the book for them mm-hmm. to like have sex, but it just like yeah, makes sense. In a it way. wasn't very explicit, but I guess maybe it couldn't be. Um, what was it like? It was someone, more just like. Tell me. It was more like they it, dissolved yeah. into each other like was no, waves on the sand. It wasn't that, but it was that. You yeah. know, it was that kind of like. Like, you wouldn't they use that... They tumbled into another consciousness. Yeah, you wouldn't use that as a how-to guide. <laughs> yeah. If you did, you'd, like, start rubbing your forehead against somebody else's and hoping it worked. <laughs> like, am I doing it? Am I doing it? Am I doing it right? Yeah, if you want to know um, how to have, like, lesbian sex, then watch Stevie Bobby's YouTube series, Lesbian Sex 101. Like, would so, recommend. But was it saucy? Like, there can be inform... Like, there can be, you know, nipple everywhere sex, but it not be, like, hot. It'd be informative, or there can be like nipple everywhere sex. It's like I was bored, to be honest. <laughs> it wasn't very long. Yeah. Like the build-up was a lot, um, and then it was a paragraph of like euphemisms. Yeah, it was a paragraph okay. of euphemisms for the first time I had sex, and then you didn't, and then you just kind of have to assume that, that they're, they're still, still sleeping sex. together, but you just okay. don't ever see it again. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, something weird that I did like really like in it was there's this part where Richard, who's her boyfriend. Mm. Um, makes this beautiful kite because he's an artist yeah and then they go to fly the kite and they have loads of fun flying the kite and then he's like oh i want to see the fl- the kite go higher i'm gonna cut the string and she gets really upset about she it like, cries. And she's like she, no. she gets she, she cries which is a bit she's a like bit it's so beautiful why would you um and and then she like does this little th- thought in her head about um how he ge- i guess he doesn't really value the kite because he can make another one and mm. you only value stuff that you can't make again and i guess if i was gonna stretch that metaphor i'd be like Carol just came into her life. She didn't work for this relationship and she didn't like do anything. It just came and she doesn't really understand it. And she doesn't want to lose it because she doesn't know if she can ever have it again. Because mm. oh, it's this like moment of like, oh, fireworks. Whereas, and then I was thinking about relationships and being like, I think you feel more secure in a relationship when you've built it rather than it just comes into your life in this big romantic way. Also, like, I she think... came into my department store and I was like, <laughs> also, I think but I don't know if I'm really more, stretching that yeah. metaphor. <laughs> that is a stretch, but also I feel like you feel more secure in relationships when you've maybe had a few and you're yeah. older than 19. Say, not your because first. then you know that like, you're mm. like, oh, I felt love then. And then it didn't. But then I, yeah, and then and I, then I managed, to feel, managed to feel like Yeah, again. and I survived a breakup. Yeah. And, I and it, that, that would be a metaphor for Richard as well. Because Richard's been in what, like three relationships? Well, no, mm. he's fucked three women. Yeah, <laughs> But yeah, she talks a bit about the sex in the book that like she had sex with Richard once and mm. just hated it and was all tense and there was blood. Did yeah. you catch that yeah. at the beginning? And I was like, that's sad. Yeah. I think they tried also, to have sex like three times mm. and it was it was basically described as what I imagine like heterosexual people like trying to have sex for the first time without any 
education or communication about mm. desire and pleasure and like what it's supposed to feel like and how to make each other comfortable in that mm. moment like mm. it just felt like, like something you should do yeah exactly and like then like mm. she just was not into it um and part of the reason she breaks up with him is because she's like thinking in her head like oh because i was his first now he thinks he's got it now he thinks he owns me yeah and, that's and so like, true was so like yeah, was just yeah. looking at him doing something and being like oh he's taking everything for granted because he doesn't think i'd leave him because i lost my virginity to him yeah Oh, she does say that she's like oh like everyone has sex um mm. like you always hear about people having sex in like our friendship group and our town mm. she's like that seems quite normal in new york that not not that that people have sex like once mm. and then feel ashamed you know they don't talk about it yeah, but it is well yeah. known that when you start dating someone mm. sometimes you'll slip up and have sex yeah. why did they give her a tragic backstory did i was Patricia thinking have that, that? Kind of yeah, I was wondering because I think it was to eliminate all other characters so she could go on the road trip. So she didn't have to tell her parents. They What's the kind of like classic like any children's story? The kid is always an orphan because that's when all the fun happens. Oh <laughs> god! You don't have any parents. Matilda, James and the Giant Peach. Like, yeah. make sure the... any Disney film. Yeah, any Disney film. Also, a great way to introduce antagonists. Yeah, that's true. Let me see if I can find if her parents died. Um. So, I sent. Lucy and Lena a quote from the book in our little uh, chat um, because I was really not enjoying reading it and then I just heard this sentence in my head and I was like this epitomizes why <laughs> and it was just I'm gonna try and do the um, the oh, readers God. the readers voice mm-hmm. <clears throat> it was all things and it was one thing like a solid door <laughs> what does that mean <laughs> What the fuck does that mean? And there were so many things like that throughout the whole book. And I was just like, maybe to some people they're like, this is pure poetry. It's so meaningful. And I feel it. And I was just like, no, she's just no. put words together. No. That have nothing to do with each other. If you want good... Like a fucking solid... I'm sorry. <laughs> right. If you want beautiful writing from an LGBTQ plus, I think genderqueer woman I could be completely wrong about that um, who writes about love in the most beautiful way check out Andrea slash Andrew Gibson because they do the most beautiful writing about love and it makes me cry every time so if you're looking for that good wreck yeah oh my god because this is not that if you are looking for things about relationships between two women or genderqueer people I'm not sure how she identifies now but when I was reading her they Mm -hmm. identified as a woman um it's just beautiful. It's just the most beautiful okay, stuff I've ever cool. read. So yeah, do what, that. What books? Um, I'd recommend The Madness Vase. Okay. That's like okay. the best. The Madness Vase. Oh, we'll like leave school. that info in the description. Editing Lucy. Yes, I'll leave that info. Or on our Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be somewhere. But honestly, yeah. like you can't really get the romance in, in The Price of Salt, I don't think, mm. in the same way. Yeah. Maybe feel a bit Christmassy though. Yeah, yeah, I'm like ready. Also, Christmas like Eve. me and we all three of us actually just got back from New York as well. Yeah, so, <laughs> so look at us all. Yeah, ta, this ta, is why ta, I wanted to read it in ta, New York, ta, ta, ta. and then there was just yeah, no time. I, no, we literally got like half an hour lunches, and I'd be like, oh. I can't even crack out and edit in this. Yeah. <laughs> got enough yeah. time to have a wee and eat some food. And then the day that me and Lucy left New York, the day after it started snowing. Mm. But but no one flight, can get back about it. The flights have been cancelled, so we didn't have our flights cancelled. And it meant that we could be here today to record this podcast for you. It's beautiful, guys. Um, literally, what the fuck else do we say about this I don't shit? Know. Book? <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't holy shit. Like the story, I think, is really nice. I wasted nine 
plus hours listening to this. Podcast. I didn't. I didn't listen to it on double speed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I only let, waited four and a half. So uh, fair enough. Now who's the, what's the price of salt? Yeah, Not price today. <laughs> <laughs> I really liked the story, and if you're gonna absorb this story in any particular way, watch the film. Yeah, yes. which we're gonna be doing talking about in our next minisode. Yeah, and that'll be the Christmas one. So. So Merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas. We're giving you the better bit. This podcast is like the depressing bit, like just before Christmas, where you're like, fuck, I've not done my shopping. Why is everything Christmassy? (laughs) Yeah, you're like, oh. So for me, I hate Christmas music. I'm just like, oh, I hate Christmas music. (laughs) I really like the Ariana Grande one. Santa, tell me if you really care. If you could see my face right now, it's deadpan. I don't oh, think man, I've ever heard that. I'm surprised really? that wasn't my most listened to song of 2017 on Spotify. I like, I Spotify, so I'm sad that I didn't get to I do that, so I'm now going to use Spotify. <laughs> oh yeah, how many hours did you listen to? Oh, like thousands. I don't know. I haven't got the thing on my... I know I listened to 32,000 hours of music. I oh was my like, God. How on earth? That's like your thing, though. Yeah, music yeah. is my thing. But there were some people that listened to like 101,000 hours, and I was like... That's like your whole year. Every day that you work, nine to five, you play ambience. Mm. Like, anyway, I think that's all we have to say about this, to be honest. Let us know if you liked The Price of Salt. Yeah, and this if is so, why? Because like, as I said, I like the story. I just, I think the writing's painful. Yeah. The characters are painful. And like, it's everything but the actual narrative. Great narrative. Bad characters and execution. Yeah. Yeah. However, if you tune in next week, we will be reading, talking about the film, which I suspect will be slightly more positive. Yeah. So if you're looking for Cheery Us, yeah. that's the one to listen to. Ho, 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 Merry next. Christmas. We're re- reading The Power by Naomi Alderman. Alderman. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. January. I'm really excited about that. Our... I'm so ready for the dystopian yes. excitement. Our 2018 reading list is now up. It'll be, like, linked in the description, and it's also linked on our Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a big old Google Doc that you can take a look at, and my favourite thing to do is be on the Google Doc and seeing all of the avatars, and be like, oh, look at all these people who are also live on the Google Doc. This is exciting. I really want to, like, like right see the stats. Is there a place where you can see stats Probably. for um, Google Docs? And also, um, by the time this podcast goes out, we will have had our London event. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so Woo, if thank you came you so to that, thanks coming. for coming. We had a really good time, I'm sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> I hope everyone. I is... bet I get cocktails all down myself. <laughs> yeah, I bet. It's like, oh, we also filmed a video on Hannah's channel just now, and um, I don't know when that goes live, but um, it's just really funny. We had to bet who was going to be what on a New Year's party, which is effectively what that's our going thing's live gonna the be. same day as this podcast. I think. Yeah. Oh, it's, what's it called? It's you. Yeah, that's the it's a PlayStation game. game. It's you. Um, that's you. I think that's you because then Lena started singing. That's not me. Act like a waste nun. That's not me. Love which it. is very. That's a big. That's catch. true. Actually, it's I think. Rule really white. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lena anyway. had dreadlocks once. That's not. That's not. <laughs> Why, Hannah? Like one dreadlock. One time. I didn't know. In fairness, none of us knew. Before you awoke. Yeah. Right. Enough of these shenanigans. Let's wrap up this podcast. Is there anything else you want to push? Let's do Banging Book Club Twitter because we love it. At Banging Book Club. Follow us. Yeah. Would we have sex with this book? No. No. Yeah, I'm good. Uh, mm, I would like... No. no. You get really hurt in the process. Do you know what I mean? Like, be boring. The, the aftermath is not worth the road trip. Yeah. They're in just, my like, opinion. Tragic. And the, like, discrimination. Mm. Like, I don't really fancy go that Go on either. your own lesbian road trip. Don't read the book. Just go on your own one. Yeah. yeah. I'm right about it. With someone stable and not in a marriage. Without preferably. a gun. <laughs> Without a gun. Without a gun. 
Yeah, without a gun that isn't like in your name on the license, like mm-hmm. that's just rookie error. If you're maybe if you're a rich white woman, you're fine. Wait, did she? Sorry, what? In the book, she it's has a gun, license. but it's her husband. Her husband Hard has the license to the gun, and so I don't know what the rules are in all the different states mm. they were traveling in, but that is pretty iffy if you are not the owner. Okay, it's good to know America has very very thin gun control. We're not, I'm not. Let's not no. get into that. <laughs> right. Woo. Bye. Thanks for listening. Follow our book club on Twitter and Oh my listen. God, would we have sex in this book? Like we just did that. We said no. Oh. <laughs> did I say no? What did you, you just, say? You literally, you were kind of glazed over then. I don't know if you were listening. I was thinking was about Patricia Highsmith and how sad it was that she couldn't come out. <laughs> oh. It's so sad, isn't it? Would you have sex in the book though? No. There we go. <laughs> Sorry, Please keep Patricia. all the fire. Yes. <laughs> That's all staying. Um, yeah, follow us on Twitter, do all the things, look out for us on Christmas Day. We love you. Bye. Speak to you soon. Bye. Bye, 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 bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.